morning. Everybody, it's Family Sunday. We have our kids with us, and uh, so good, so good, so good, so good. And then uh, we also have our Halloween party coming up here today, and we are meeting here at four, four o'clock, four o'clock to set up, and. Uh, and that will be good. That will be very good. And we'll have a lot of fun and we'll pass out. You guys, we have so much candy. We got a lot of candy. We got loads of candy. So we're going to give it all away and have so much fun doing it. And uh, then also, hey, two weeks from tonight is Holy Spirit night. So, yes. <laughs> so we're just going to gather together. We're going to worship. We're going to pray. We're just going to have a God encounter. And so come. How many have been to our Holy Spirit nights before? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they amazing? Just so much time. We're just so much fun. We just come and encounter the Lord. And it's, uh, it's going to be great. So that will be at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 5 o'clock. I don't know. I just keep saying times and Wendy's just shaking her head. She might be responding to something different. 6.30. Okay. 6.30 on Sunday night, the 14th. And so... It says six on the program. Okay. Are you sure? Okay, I'm calling it. It says it's in print. It's six o'clock. It's going to be six o'clock. So we will be here six o'clock on the 14th. And what's that? That's right. Somebody's got to make the call, right? Yeah, so uh, anyway, I'm Lee. I'm the lead pastor here at Mercy Vineyard. Nice to see all of your smiling faces. And uh, let's go ahead and put our mission statement up and say it together. We are living a passionate mission to love, grow, and go for the greater glory of God. That's right. So we're a church on mission, and uh, it's a passionate mission. We love our mission, and it's to love Jesus, love each other, love our community, grow in Christ, to go and serve. And so we serve each other, we serve our community, and so I'm so excited we get to do some going today. And so this morning... Uh, like I said, it's Family Sunday. It's so good to have everybody together. Let, let, let me hear the kids. Kids, are you out there? Yeah. Got like three kids out there today. Yeah, let's try that again. Kids, are you out there? Yeah. I'm sorry, did somebody say something? Kids, are you out there? Yeah. Don't shake your head no at me. Don't shake your head no. You are out there. I can see you. You're there. Okay. All right. And so it's good to be all together, and today what we're doing is we are uh, wrapping up this little series that we've been doing called The Enemy's Toolkit, and we have talked about, well, last week Wendy talked about shame and uh, how confession uh, defeats shame, and it was a really great message. If you missed it, go back and listen to it. And today, of course, we're talking about fear. Hey, it's Halloween. We're talking about fear, right? We were talking about fear. And it's funny because um, when I was junior high age, I used to really like to watch like scary movies. Right? I don't like to watch them anymore. I don't, know, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but I don't like to watch them anymore. Maybe it's because Wendy, she got me out of them. Because she, she was like, no, I don't like watching that. And uh, so, you like my impersonation of you, honey? No, I don't like watching <laughs> Yeah. And so, uh, but we are talking about fear, and some 
some people believe, some students of the Bible, depending on what translation they're reading, they um, say that God says not to fear in all throughout Scripture. He says not to fear some 365 times. Well, go figure. Yeah. Why would God say not to fear 365 times in the Bible? Maybe it's one for every day of the year. Huh? Right? Yes. Maybe it's one for every day of the year. And so I, I'm kind of curious, Mercy Kids, what, what, are, what scares you? What scares our Mercy Kids? Just put up your hand, Mercy Kid, and tell me, yes. The dark, scared of the dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Esther, the basement. I've been in your basement. I feel you. I feel you. 100%. 100%. Your mom. All right. Okay. Well, I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. What? Clowns scare you. Do you hear that, Ryan? Amen. <laughs> right? Oh, man, you guys do yourself a favor and ask Ryan about the clown story and the haunted house. So, oh, Adelaide. Bears. Wow. Brown bears or grizzly bears? Or black bears? Huh? All bears. All bears. Okay. Uh, I was scared of, uh, oh, oh. Oh, okay, Zane. Scary movies. I thought he was going to say, I'm scared of talking in front of crowds. Um, <laughs> so, I remember there was one time I got really scared, and it's, uh, it's sort of a strange story, but a friend of mine was actually opening up a concert venue in our hometown, and it was going to be like this punk rock venue. And so in the 80s, that was a thing to do, right? You took an old theater or something, you opened it up, and you had punk rock bands come in and all this stuff. And so he was having a fundraiser so that they can put some work into the theater before they open it up. And at the time, I was, oh, I don't know, probably 17 or 18 years old, and I did this thing. Those of you who've been in church for a very, very, very long time, you might remember this little sort of like ministry, youth ministry phase that they called human videos. You guys remember those? It's usually somebody would do like a drama set to music and maybe they would lip sync with it and all this stuff. And I did that and that was actually, that was when I was 17, I was, I, I was given my first opportunity to like preach at a church because of that, because I would kind of travel and do that thing. Don't ever ask me to do it. Don't ever ask me to pull up an old video of me doing Carmen's The Champion or anything like that, okay? but. This guy asked me if I would come and do these human videos at his fundraiser so that he could, you know, open up his punk rock uh, concert venue called the Orpheum. Mysterious, right? And so I showed up to do it. I didn't want to do it, but I figured um, this is going to be scary, but it's an opportunity to share the gospel. And so I showed up, and lo and behold, there were probably 100, 150 people all out on, it was an outdoor mall, all, all out on the mall, and um, 
I'm pretty sure every one of them had uh, a piece of military clothing from the Vietnam era, so we're kind of going way back now. But this was the 80s, is that what you wore if you were a punk rocker, is you wore <laughs> Vietnam era military clothing. And so that's what they did. Lots of guys with mohawks, they were crazy. Tattoos, everybody, and, and I'm just out there <laughs> like tattoos. Like everybody in church has a tattoo now, okay? It wasn't like that back then. And so um, I show up, and I'm kind of scared. I'm looking at this crowd, and I'm thinking, what's going to happen here? They're going to throw their beer cans at me. They're gonna, this is not going to be pretty. And um, all of a sudden, I saw, like, storm clouds roll in. And I was like, yes. It's going to rain. I'm off the hook. And so the guy doing the thing goes, hey, it looks like it's going to rain. And I'm like, yeah? And he's like, so I want you to go up now. Oh, okay. So I went up to do my thing, right? Music plays. I start doing my thing. And all of a sudden, literally, it was like two hands reached down in part of the clouds. Sky came out. Rain went away. All this stuff. And because of that sort of strange series of occurrences, uh, where you know the sky parted and all that stuff. I, I had people lined up wanting to talk about Jesus with me afterwards. And it was this incredible thing where, man, I was scared to death. And I did not want to do this. And I just felt totally alone out there. And it opened up the door to some incredible conversations. I got to talk with people about Jesus all afternoon long. It was wonderful. But it started with being terrified, terrified right? And uh, so what does the Bible have to say about fear? I just want to talk about that a little bit with you guys. And I know some of you guys, you got people scared of the dark, people scared of their moms, people scared of all sorts of things. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to let you live that down, Katie. And so, but we're going to talk about that real quick, but let's pray real fast. God, we, we love you so much and we praise you. And we thank you, Lord, for your presence here today. We thank you for our families gathered together. And Lord, I pray that you would cause your word to come alive in us, to bring transformation. We don't come for information today. We come for transformation. So God, come and have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we're going to start. We're going to take a look at one small verse out of Isaiah chapter 41. It's verse 10. And if you've never had the chance to read Isaiah, go ahead and do it. Kids, read Isaiah. Have you read Isaiah yet? You can go home and you can read Isaiah today, or no candy for you. And so, uh, <laughs> your dad's sitting there going, so yeah, amen. <laughs> so, uh, it is so full of promise, it's so full of blessings, and it's a lot of it has to do with the coming of Jesus, and a lot of Isaiah is prophesying about Jesus coming, and so there's this one verse that describes how God feels about fear. And it says, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Everybody say, I am with you. Mercy kids, let me hear you say, I am with you. Okay, wow. We got a mercy kid out there with a super deep voice. That's <laughs> the mercy kids. I am with you. That was probably Kale. Uh, so <laughs> he says, don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. 
So you guys, if you remember one thing this morning, just remember this. Have no fear. God is on your side. Have no fear. God is on your side. And that's really what God is telling the, the, the people of Israel here in Isaiah. He's basically just saying, hey, man, I'm with you. I'm with you. Are you more afraid alone or are you more afraid when your mom or dad are with you? Don't answer that alley. Right? You know, sometimes it just feels like mom or dad is there, all is right with the world. And one of the reasons fear holds its grip on us is that we feel like we have to go through whatever our situation is, we feel like we have to go through it alone, right? But we feel like we're alone. I know one of, one of our guys said he, felt he was afraid of the dark, you know? We feel like we're alone in the dark. But guess what? We're not alone. We're not alone in the dark, right? And so the maker of the whole universe, the all-powerful God, is with us, and you know what he does? He wants to help us. He wants to help us. When I was 15 years old, this was a long time ago, you guys, long time ago, 15 years old, really long time ago, really long time, the di I rode them, and so they weren't that bad. And so I went on this drama tour with my youth group, and I went into one of these, we, we were on this tour together, and we went down to Florida, and we were in Orlando, and I walked into one of those super touristy Florida surf shop clothing places. I don't know what it was called. It wasn't the Ron John, which everybody walking around with a Ron John t-shirts if you were with me back then. <laughs> but I went into this touristy place, and I bought a couple pieces of clothing. There was a couple pieces of shorts. And it was one of those things where I spent an astronomical amount of money on two pairs of shorts because it was Florida and a touristy little surf shop. And I walk out of the surf shop and immediately I'm like, I'm not going to have enough money for the rest of this tour. I need to turn around and return a pair of these shorts. Has anybody ever immediately regretted buying something? You turned around and said, yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. So it was just one of those moments. I was like, I, I should not have spent the money. I don't know what I'm going to do. I turn around, and I go back to the counter, and I just said, look, I, I just walked out the door with these things. Here's the receipt. I'm going to keep one pair of shorts because, you know, I'm cool, right? And, but I want to return one pair of shorts. And the guy working the register was like, no, you took it. You left the store with it. I'm sorry. And he's, he's given me one of those things like, here's a 15-year-old kid. I'm bigger than him. I'm just going to assert myself. I'm, I want his money. I'm not going to return it. And so I'm like, no, seriously, I still have the receipt. I don't care. You just left the store with it. I'm not giving you a refund. And I'm like, that sucks. Okay. So I left. And I went and I was talking to my youth pastor. He said, hey, did you find anything? And I told him the story. Well, I bought these two pairs of shorts. I tried to return one. The guy wouldn't let me return it. And so my youth pastor did one of those sort of like, you know, grizzly bear things. Oh, he wouldn't let you return it, you know. Pa have parents ever done this with your kids? Yeah, okay. So, so my youth pastor takes me back to the store, and I have never seen him like that in my life. You guys, he's a man of the cloth. <laughs> but 
in that moment, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell. And so he really gives it to this guy, and he stood up for me. And guess what? When he was there standing up for me, I was no longer afraid because the guy was there, and I wasn't afraid, and he got me my money back. And, you know, I, I know that's sort of like a, a, like a silly example, but we have to understand that when we're feeling afraid, God is really with us. He is with us, and he promises to uphold us, right? We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be intimidated by people or feelings or circumstances because God is with us. He strengthens us, and he's for us. Kids, I want you to say, he's for me. Yes, very good, Clara. The rest of you guys, let's hear it again. Kids, he's for me. Come on, Allie, he's for me. Okay, all right. I'm just saying, next time you're afraid of your mom, he's for you, right? So the first thing is, is have no fear. God is on your side. The second thing is, is God is bigger than anything we're afraid of. God is bigger than anything that we're afraid of. Is there anything that God is not bigger than? Nope. God is bigger than anything that we're afraid of. Isaiah 41.10 says, don't be discouraged. What does discouragement mean? To be discouraged means to be without courage. And you've probably felt that way before, right? Like, like there was no hope. Your courage was gone. Like fear had won and it was over. The problem with fear is that it has a way of taking our circumstances and exaggerating them, don't they? Especially like, I know the whole afraid of the dark thing. I was afraid of the dark when I was a kid and it was like you turn off the lights and it was a different world. I don't know. Uh, it took me a while to realize that it was the same world whether the lights were on or off, right? But it was like, Fear has a way of exaggerating things, and, uh, and it's, it makes us believe that worse things are going to happen than they really are, right? Um, how, how many of you kids have seen the movie The Box Trolls? I'm going to show you a little clip. We're going to show you a clip. By the way, if you're watching online, you won't see this clip. This is exclusive in-person content, and uh, also there's licensing things. So... Uh, go ahead and play this clip. On the road, telling everybody, beware, beware, beware. They'll eat your bones, they'll drink your blood. Beware. Sounds a lot like the news media. Oh, sorry, there's my commentator there. Uh, you have this exterminator. He's telling everybody that the box trolls are going to you know, eat their bones, drink their blood, and they're really just these harmless little creatures, right? And we have to stop listening to the devil. We have to stop listening to the enemy, you know, when he comes rolling through our circumstances, telling us that the worst is going to happen, always, right? The layoffs are coming through your company, you're gonna, you're gonna, so you're going to be homeless, right? Or, or the doctor is sending you to a specialist, so I, I, you're going to die, Right? We tend to take the things that, you know, that are spoken to us and we exaggerate them, we, you know, we, we blow them up because the enemy loves to just fill us with fear, right? You, I, I'm, I'm horrible that way. You know, my son is late coming home from a friend's house. All of a sudden it's like I'm imagining car wrecks and all sorts of things. There's a word for that in psychology, it's called catastrophizing. 
we catastrophize. And I think that the enemy loves it when we catastrophize. Man, the devil loves it when we just sit and are just bound in fear, catastrophizing. And uh, so we have to learn to shut those thoughts down, right? We've got to shut them down. We have to remind the devil that, that greater is he who is in me than he that's in the world, right? 1 John 4, 4. And so God is bigger than anything that you are afraid of. No need to catastrophize. So the last thing is, is God gives us what we need when we need it. Isaiah says, I will strengthen and help you and hold you up. Sometimes we're too scared to kind of step off the ledge uh, and we never realize that God has made us to fly, right? Sometimes we're, we're just afraid to, to do anything, to take chances, to, to step out in faith, to, to do things for the Lord. Uh, we don't understand that, that God has made us to fly. And so I believe that we are made and we're equipped by God for so many amazing things and we can't let fear keep us from them. Right, you guys? So God is on your side. God is bigger than anything that you're afraid of. And God gives you need what you need when you need it. And so uh, I'm going to close. And so I want to just say a prayer. And let me just do this. Um, so for our, our mercy kids, our mercy kids, if you would like me just to say a prayer for you today, maybe you are struggling with a fear or just, you know, I just want you to lift your hand up so I can see you, and I want to pray for you. Yeah. All right. Any other of our kids who want me to pray for you today? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. I see it. So, so you guys, I see that, Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me say a prayer for you guys. And uh, grown-ups, if you wouldn't mind, just, just putting a hand on their shoulder and praying with me. Yeah. God, I pray for our kids today, and Lord, you see that um, they have fears, and sometimes they forget that you're with them, and sometimes they forget that you're on their side, and sometimes, God, that you, they forget that you're bigger than anything they're afraid of, and Lord, I, I pray for them today that they would feel your nearness, God, that they would encounter you, God, we pray against fear in uh, any circumstance that they're going through, Lord. Give them courage. Keep their eyes on you. Fill them with strength, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.